it's that time. The Marv Cutler Show. Probably a better kicker than Blair Walsh. Your host, Marv Cutler. Blair who? Yeah, exactly. Blair Walsh. <laughs> anyway, Clemson <laughs> just tied it up. Yeah, I know. I just, I'm just watching this game right now. It's pretty good so far. Good game, yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. Hey, uh, back. Um, I got a few things to talk about. Got to talk a little football. Uh, we're going to talk about some restaurants uh, and um, some new products that I discovered and, um, and play some really good music. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is the Las Vegas Philharmonic. Um, great concert yesterday here in Las Vegas at uh, the Smith Center. And um, they, um, Donato Cabrera is the conductor. Great job. Um, great conductor. Uh, they opened the show with a very interesting piece uh, called The Devil's Radio by Mason Bates. And then Maurice Ravel's Piano Concerto in G Major with Martina Filjack on piano. What a, what a spectacular pianist she is. Uh, one of the best I've ever seen. Terrific pianist, uh, Martina Filjack, uh, Piano Concerto in G Major by Maurice Ravel. And after intermission, um, Rachmaninoff Symphony Number no. 2. Now, an interesting story about Rachmaninoff Symphony Number no. 2. Um, he dedicated this this symphony to his hypnotherapist. And the reason he did that was because um, his symphony number one was a disaster. And um, they were calling for his head. He wasn't, uh, after that, he was very unpopular. And um, he was so unpopular, he went into depression. And then he um, ended up going to a, a hypnotherapist. And uh, got out of the depression, wrote this wonderful, wonderful uh, second symphony, and he dedicated it to his um, hypnotherapist. A terrific um, uh, story, uh, and I like stories about hypnotherapists that, that help great people. So uh, that's um, being one myself. So that's um, it's a great story. Um, one of the products that I, I, I neglected to mention on my last show um, because I was I wanted to save it for a special time, and um, I'm going to talk about this now. It's 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 Nutribullet. I'm sure you've all heard of it. It's not nothing new. It's not um, not a new product. It's been around for about a uh, year or so. It's, um, Magic Bullet people have been around for a lot longer than that, and Nutribullet is one of the most one of the best. Um, household appliances I ever use. Uh, I really enjoy it. I make a lot of my um, my smoothies. That's what actually that's what I use about smoothies. Um, makes great smoothies. It's a really uh, wonderful product. Um, I can't say enough about it. But you know, if you if you want a great product for your home, a great um, um, appliance, uh, I would go out and get a Nutribullet. It's a terrific terrific item, and it makes really 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 great smoothies. Uh, it's that time of the year where I give you my top five restaurants around the country. And uh, California won hands down. So I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I'm not going to um, put this in any order, but I'm going to give you the five top restaurants 
in alphabetical order. Uh, and that way, um, I don't slight anybody because these were all, all terrific restaurants. And um, not only was um, California the, the leader this year, but three of them were in Palm Springs. That's yeah, it's really amazing that Palm Springs had three of the, my top five restaurants this year. Um, and like I say, I'm not going to say first, second, third, fourth, or fifth. Here it is. In New Orleans, uh, New Orleans, Louisiana, the Big Easy, the Court of Two Sisters. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful restaurant. The Court of Two Sisters. Um, beautiful, beautiful restaurant. Great food and great music. You know, New Orleans, of course, you got to get great music. And also in Anaheim, California, now, Anaheim, sort of a touristy place. It's not really known for restaurants, but I found a restaurant there that was um, that was spectacular, <laughs> and it's it's like New Orleans. It's um, it's the Jazz Kitchen, Ralph Brennan's uh, Jazz Kitchen, and it's uh, Ralph uh, Ralph the Brennan family from New Orleans. Um, so, you know, you expect great food and with a great restaurant, great music again. Uh, the Jazz Kitchen by Ralph Brennan, a wonderful, wonderful restaurant. I can't say enough about it. I really had a great time there, and um, uh, I had great food, and I really enjoyed the music. In Palm Springs, California, Lulu's. Lulu's California Bistro. Oh, man, fabulous. I got to tell you, hey, Pete, you got to hear this story. This is a, this is a great story. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, on my last show, I was talking about a uh, hat place that I was in in Palm Springs and uh, getting a couple of new hats, uh, which is about all I ever do when I go shopping is buy new hats. And um, I'm in the hat shop and I'm talking to the owner of the shop and a uh, couple walks in and says to the owner, you know what is a good restaurant around here? Well, the night before I was at Lulu's. So I said, go down to Lulu's. It's just down the a little bit down the street, just take a walk down uh, Palm Canyon, and uh, you'll run right into it. So they said, okay, and uh, and they left. And I spent a little more time in the hat shop. Then I went walking around up, uh, Palm Canyon and uh, the main street there in, in Palm Springs and um, spent a little time checking out some of the shops. And um, I was sitting down on a bench smoking a cigar, and all of a sudden, this lady came comes up to me. It was the lady that came into the hat shop. And she said to me, thank you for recommending Lulu's. So I thought that was a great story. That's the first time anybody's ever come back to me on the same day thanking me for recommending a restaurant to them. So that's, that's terrific. Um, another wonderful restaurant in Palm Springs. Um, actually, uh, two restaurants in Palm Springs. Same uh, same owners, same people own it. Um, a little different style, but uh, one is the Preble Room in Club Trinidad, which is was the hangout of the Rat Pack, and the other one is Trios, wonderful, wonderful California style restaurant. So those are my uh, top five restaurants for the year. Uh, the Court of Two Sisters, 
Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen, Lulu's Purple Room, and Trios. I want to uh, send my condolences out to the um, David Bowie family. Uh, we lost a great rock and roll icon. And uh, a little interesting uh, bit of trivia. Uh, David Bowie's birthday is the same day as Elvis Presley. Huh, interesting. January 8th. Now, nobody, any, all the newscasts that I've seen, nobody mentioned that. But I happen to know that January 8th was Elvis's, is Elvis's birthday. And um, when they mentioned uh, David Bowie released his record, his new record on um, on January 8th, which was his birthday, was also Elvis's birthday. So I thought that's a terrific little piece of trivia. Yeah, two geniuses in their own right. Right, right. And talking about geniuses, <laughs> I don't want to talk about anybody else on your radio station, on this radio station, but on Black Friday, I purchased a new laptop. Now, I'm not a computer guy, so I don't use a computer basically at all. I bought a laptop only to listen to music like on YouTube and stuff like that. I don't do social networks. I don't do anything with a, with a, with a computer. I just, I just like it for listening to music. No Facebook or Twitter for you at all? I'm sorry? <laughs> no Facebook or Twitter for you at all? No, not, not, none of that. None of that. So, anyway, I, um, I was in a coffee shop here in Vegas, and I had this laptop with me, and I was playing around with it. And just for kicks, I decided I wanted to listen to see what was going on in WTAN. It was on a savvy, savvy, probably, you know, later evening in, in, in Tampa, but I was in the, and this was really around 5, 6 o'clock in Vegas. And um, Wink Martindale was on. Am I right? Uh, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. That was the uh, that was the hundred years of uh, Frank Sinatra celebration, right? Okay, doing the Sinatra show, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really, really disturbed about something he said. You know, it's, <laughs> it shows a man doesn't know Frank Sinatra that that well. He he said that he was going to play Frank Sinatra's first big hit. And he said it was, I'll be seeing you. And that's not correct. Frank Sinatra's first big hit was All or Nothing at All. Oh. Anybody listening to that show, I hope Wink stands corrected. <laughs> Should have corrected him. That was a taped show, right? That wasn't live, right? Yeah, yeah, but you could have, you probably would have called the radio studio or something, and I don't know. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's um, that was my um, opinion of um, of Wink Martindale's uh, Frank Sinatra show. Good show, though. I, I um, I'm gonna knock it. CES was in town, and. Um, I found some, you know, small products, interesting products. I don't, I don't need a lot of products because I just so much stuff uh, that I get to review that I'm, I try to stay away. So 
I spent most of my time in the Gibson um, uh, guitar um, tent uh, listening to live music. Uh, Gibson has that great tent there, and um, when, when Les Paul was uh, live, the great Les Paul, he used to come to CES and play um, in that tent. Um, it was great, and uh, they still have live music there, so that's what I do. I hang, when I go to CES, I hang around the, uh, the tent. But some of the products that I received was, uh, one of them was a cocoon um, it's um, it's a neoprene netbook sleeve. It um, combinates up to a 10-inch netbook on a laptop. Uh, airport-friendly, convenient padded handle, foam-filling construction, foam-fitting construction, made from protective neoprene material with premium quality, like a fabric. It's a terrific little product. Really enjoying it. And you can go to cocooninnovations.com. That's cocooninnovations.com. One of the interesting products I've seen, and I know a lot of people would like to have something like this, is a bed phone. These are headphones so comfortable you can wear them to bed. They're, they're really good for music lovers. Um, they're on-ear headphones designed for comfort in bed. They solve an issue plaguing music lovers with poor sleepers everywhere. And um, most headphones are not comfortable enough to wear to sleep. You know, that's, that's obvious. But these... Um, Multiple memory wire provides infinite adjustments for a custom fit, and it's less than a quarter of an inch thick, and they're the thinnest headphones on the market. So you check them out. They're travel-ready, um, and you can check them out at bedphones.com. Hercules. Hercules is uh, speakers for outdoor music. It's, they're wireless. Uh, if you want an outdoor rush, uh, if you're if you're a rider, if you're riding the surf, terrific um, speakers. Uh, Hercules WAE Outdoor Rush, and you can check their speakers out at Hercules.com. Here's the great Duke Ellington and Caravan.
great Duke Ellington and his officer. I forgot to mention before that um, uh, Ralph Brennan's uh, Jazz Kitchen is in downtown Disney, so I just want want you to know exactly where it was in Anaheim. So, Pete, did you see the movie Concussion? I seen a part of it. I didn't get to I get a chance to watch the whole thing. It's a great movie. Um, it's a very interesting movie, and it almost gets you to the point where you don't want to watch football anymore. Yeah, um, I, I watched the beginning of it, and I seen the the whole uh, trials and tribulations with Mike Webster and the other uh, the other player, uh, Justin uh, Strzelek, I believe it is. Like yeah, yeah, both Pittsburgh Steelers. So it was really sad to see, and and uh, you know, it's it's hard to to believe that that's real life, but it really is. And it was um, we just. But you know, let me let me let's talk about that a little bit. All right, um, you know, football is is not the same as use. First of all, there's a lot of greed in football, and 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 these owners and um, and commissioners and whatever that. They're they're interested in the money, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all they care about is the money, and you know, um, you know, one of the greatest players in, in in football. And I and I used to, um, and sometimes I I stay uh, right near his house where, where he used to live on, on the beach there in Oceanside. Um, Junior Seau, mm. he was such a great guy, such a great player, and you know, you know, when he played, he played for San Diego. And he played for the Patriots, and um, uh, I mean to lose guys like that, it, it's a shame, you know. And um, it's a terrible, it's a terrible thing. And you know, thinking about the more I think about it, the more I think that there's too many thugs in football today. Well, you could see that on Saturday night with the Cincinnati Bengals, uh, number fifty-five. Uh... Perfect, and uh, Adam Pacman Jones, who, you know, by all accounts, has been given like thirty, you know, chances in the NFL to succeed, and he continues right, that, to 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 make a fool out of himself, and he did it on Saturday night by trying to touch a coach. It's ridiculous. Right, that's, that's what I was going to bring up. Those guys, you know, uh, in particular uh, for this week, anyway. But um, you know, these guys are thugs. They play football because. It's a way for them to, to beat up people and hurt people uh, without doing it on the street and get paid for it, you know? Yeah. And um, I, I think it's a terrible thing. I think uh, I think Pac-Man has finally run his course, you know? And um, and as for um, uh, uh, Brifick... Um, Suspended well, the first three games of uh, 2016. That's just coming down. Oh, is that, is that what, he, that's what they're giving? It's not enough. <laughs> No, it's not enough. You're right. I mean, think about this. Think about this. They're giving him three-game suspension, and they gave Tom Brady four-game suspension plus a million-dollar fine to the team that lost the draft choices. Think about that for a minute. I know. It's it's messed up. It's inconsistent. It's what Roger Goodell is preaching. Uh, he'll give somebody that you know is on drugs uh, a year and – Somebody that uh, beats somebody two games. I mean, that's how it goes with Roger Goodell. You're exactly right. It's all about money. It's all about the superstars. But right. yeah, that's that, why we need kinds of we need Rice as the commissioner. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe she would be better than Roger at this point. But yeah, I think Goodell is just he's ruined the league. It, it's he's 
just the the punishments and and just the the bad publicity and some people would say the bad bad publicity is good for the NFL because uh, more people that are not necessarily football fans are paying attention to it more but I, I just don't think any any publicity like that especially domestic abuse is good for the NFL at all right and, and all that stuff is not you know that's why so many people watch hockey not because they they like the game they watch it because of the fights right. Well, there's you know, not my old, my old story was you know, I used to say that I, I, I went to boxing matches and a, and a hockey game broke out, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's why people watch hockey because because of the fights. I, I don't watch hockey for that reason because I think I, I think it takes away from the game. I don't I don't think it adds to the game. I you know, I um I don't know. I, I there's a, there's a purpose for the fighting, and they they're trying to take the fighting out of the game. But there's a purpose for it. It's not just you know all the time fighting. The game itself is exciting, um, but the the fighting they're trying to take it out of it. But I think the, as our generation, you know, as society, we like physicality. We like to see blood and guts and gore, and it's not always you know pretty. Look at UFC. You know, eventually somebody is going to die from that sport eventually somebody's going to right now everybody's entertained by it but there's going to be somebody that's going to really get hurt real bad and it may uh hurt the sport eventually i don't watch ufc at all i, I used i went when the first the first started um, having some matches here in, in vegas i i went to a few of them and um you know i watched them and um and, and they get down in that mat, and you don't, you can't see what they're doing. They're, you know, they're, they're doing probably gruesome things to these other guys. Mm-hmm. And I think it's much of a sport. I mean, you know, I mean, boxing's bad enough, but you know, but boxing at least has some some class to it as compared to the UFC. You know, yeah. Uh, or even kickboxing, you know, uh, you know, kickboxing is a is a is a somewhat decent uh, a violent sport. You know. Yeah, well, there's there's some there's some of that in MMA. It's I mean, it's different. It's not just striking and, and putting somebody down. There's definitely kickboxing to it. There's all there's all kinds of varieties of of fighting styles to it. So that's why it's so popular. But you know what I'm saying is the reason why it's probably so popular right now is because of the blood and guts and the gore. But on top of it, you know, considering boxing is so corrupt these days, UFC seems like it's on the up and up. Hopefully. Well, it seems that way. So <laughs> I still have questions about Ronda Rousey. I don't know how Ronda Rousey goes undefeated and then gets her her gets her head knocked off, and it, she didn't even look great in that fight. It looked like she was just sleepwalking in there. So I don't know. Uh, well, the thing the thing I figured out with Ronda Rousey is she's got that one hold. Mm-hmm. She can't get that that hold on you, you know, to end that the match really fast. She's in trouble. Yeah, and she's not a great striker, that's for sure. And she got really put down and and taken to school by Holly Holm, that's for sure. Right. So that's 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 the only thing that Ronda Rousey has is that one hold, and if she can get fast enough to get that hold on you, you're gone. But if she doesn't get that hold on you, she's a loser, you know. And that's 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 what that's what what it amounts to. But uh, anyway, I want to talk a little more football, but I'm gonna. Talk about a couple few more products, and then we'll talk a little more football. All right, sounds good. Okay. So, another um, uh, headphones for your for your sleeping is called sleep phones. Uh, they're, they're pajamas for your ears. They're, they're, they're a headband, uh, like pajamas, uh, 
and um, they cover up your ears, and you can uh, wear these when you sleep. Uh, it's um, a nice product. They also have another product called Run Phones, also the same style, and you can um, um, wear those uh, while you're running. Uh, but these sleep phones are really nice. They come in classic, and they come in wireless. So um, you may want to check them out, sleep phones, at sleepphones.com. One of the um, better products that I saw at the show is called is a company called PhoneSuit, and they make um, uh, battery uh, charges um, for your uh, for your cell phones. And um, you know, we were, talk- we were talking before that I don't do any uh, social networks or use a computer or anything. I'm still using an old BlackBerry for a phone. <laughs> Well, that's smart. That's actually smart because it saves you from your phone bill. <laughs> right. <laughs> so anyway, um, this, uh, this this Flex XT pocket charger it even works on an old um, BlackBerry. So I was uh, I was amazed. Made for the iPod and iPhone. Um, it's a hundred up to one hundred fifty percent extra smartphone charge. It's a, the world's smallest battery pack for an iPhone. It's got a two hour rapid charge. Um, Durable constructions. Uh, it's a really nice um, pocket charger. Phone suit makes it, and uh, they're a terrific company. So uh, you can check them out. And they're at um, well, I don't. They don't have a website here. Um, so let me you give you their phone number. It's three one zero seven seven four zero two eight two. That's three one zero seven seven four zero two. Eight two and check out um, check out phone suit. Um, or go to phonesuit.com. That might be their, their website, but it's a it's a really nice product. Another charging product that uh, is called the Charge Hub. It's a USB supercharger. It has up uh, depending on when you get it's up to seven um, um, USB chargers. Um, it can charge um, three, five, or seven uh, mobile devices at once, depending on the uh, the model you have. It's got uh, it's a single uh, power supply for an organized space, and it has dual voltage of 110 and um, and 240. Um, it's the power strip of the 21st century. It's a really really good product. Um, Charge Hub. Um, I have um I have a seven uh, port charger, and it's really really a good charger. It, it plugs in into the wall, and um, uh, it's, a, it's a really nice product. Uh, ChargeHub.com. Charge Hub. Now, I I checked this product out, and uh, I don't know too many people that are bald, um, but, well, actually, I know a lot of people that are bald, but I have about 15 pounds of hair, so I don't need this product. Um... It's called uh, Max. It's a laser comb Ultima 12, and it provides low-level laser light energy that stimulates hair follicles, promoting new hair growth. With consistent use, most users uh, start seeing benefits in 16 weeks. It's confirmed the clinical studies. It's doctor-recommended. It's clinically tested, and it's great. It's FDA cleared. Um, it's a revolutionary treatment for hair loss and hair growth. It treats hair loss. Promotes hair growth, growth increases density and energizes hair follicles. Um, eight minutes, 
three times a week. And um, for men and women, and you can grow back your hair. So um, I don't know why they gave me this to, to figure out, to uh, try, but uh, I saw some case studies on this, and it's a terrific product. Um, and it shouldn't work because uh, laser light does a great job. I use a laser light product for um, for, pain, uh, for knee pain and uh, for my kickboxing days. You know, that's how I got that in, right? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> and um, anyway, um, uh, it, so the laser light therapy really works, and this is free, uh, for growing hair, so um, it's a lot um, cheaper than using somebody's um, uh, ointments or weaving or whatever they do. So uh, it's worth trying. Go to handmax.com and, and check it out. Here's Dizzy Gillespie and Sal Peanut. Sal Peanut.
peanuts, salt peanuts. Dizzy Gillespie and his great office for salt peanuts. <laughs> hey, who was it, that, that, that guy you mentioned at the beginning of the show, Blair something? Yeah, Blair Walsh. <laughs> the Blair Walsh Project, who we cannot kick a field goal from, I don't know, was it from 19 yards? Unbelievable. It was 27, to be exact. Was it? Because it seemed yeah. like it was shorter than that. No, it was 27. Uh. But, but that's shorter than a point after touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, it's like it's like he actually planned on not, not making that. <laughs> the fix is in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, that'll be the next story on ESPN or Fox Sports. The reason why you missed a kick is because he's getting paid underneath the table by the Seahawks. <laughs> Look at me. Probably. I mean, <laughs> you know, the Seahawks were very unlucky at the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you right now, and I don't know, you haven't given your Super Bowl pick yet, but I, they're one of my teams that I think is going to go to the Super Bowl. Um, well, I don't predict that. Because you like Carolina on Sunday? No, I don't like Carolina. I, well, Carolina's got who, who, Green Bay? No, Carolina's got Seattle on Sunday. I like I like Carolina on Sunday. Really? Uh, but I don't like him after that. See, I, I just see Carolina as one-dimensional. They got Cam Newton. Greg Olson's okay, but I think Seattle can shut him down. And getting back Marshawn Lynch, I think, is going to be the key. Well, but, see, I've been predicting. Now, I, I'm not sure that I'm that I'm going to – my prediction is going to be right because um, the team that I picked to win the Super Bowl could be in a little bit of trouble right now. Hmm. And uh, so you know where I'm going with this, right? <laughs> yeah, I know where you're going with this, I think. So I predict, my prediction, um, and I've been, I've, I've been telling people for the last three or four weeks that my prediction is that the New England Patriots will beat the Arizona Cardinals in the Super Bowl. That's that's certainly possible. I think Arizona can have their way with Green Bay. Although Green Bay played well, they played the Washington Redskins. Right. I, I just think um, I think Seattle eventually knocks off Carolina and Arizona to move on to the Super Bowl. I don't think so. I think uh, I think um, Carolina will will beat the Seahawks and then they'll, they'll lose to Arizona. But anyway, my my concern right now is the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Now. <clears throat> Six weeks ago, it was a done deal, as far as I was concerned. You know, they were they were going to be un, they were unbeatable for the Super Bowl, but there's, there's so many injuries, and with uh, with Tom Brady hobbling, um, I'm not I'm not sure that um, they can do it. You don't think they can do it? Well, I mean, I think the key also is Gronk's healthy, but what about Julian Edelman? Is he going to be healthy? Well, they they say he should be, but I don't know, you know. And um, but you know, but but Brady's hobbling. He's, he's got a bad ankle. Mm-hmm. And ribs, supposedly. You know, a couple of those um, 
those really bad thug-like uh, uh, attacks, you know. If you notice, if you notice, um, the, uh, Brady's been getting hit a lot this season. Yeah, well, and that's because of your offensive line. The offensive line, I believe, had three or four new starters. You had a couple starters out, so you're playing rookies and 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 second stringers. So it's it's tough. That's really tough to deal with. And uh, offensive line is important. It's been important to Tom Brady's career. That's what's kept him upright. You remember the year when he got hurt? Uh, that was because the offensive line, you know, didn't block, and and that's what happens. Right, but there's still there's still a lot of those. Um teams that were really out to get him, and um, uh, even if they had a better offensive line, they still might have got to him, you know? Yeah, I mean, you got to do a better job of blocking. Tom Brady's your franchise quarterback. He's the guy that's going to get you there. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to be the person that's going to get you further than the first round of the playoffs, so you definitely have to protect Tom Brady at all costs, and you have a Kansas City defense, you know, by all counts right now, what did they want, 11 in a row now? Ten in a row, yeah, eleven in a row, and they have yeah, you know two defensive, you know two defensive ends in Justin Houston and Tomba Ali. You're gonna have to worry about them. They got a tough defense. And you heard what Brady said today about the Kansas City Chiefs. What did he say? He said um, they, they know how to stop you from scoring. <clears throat> yeah, they do, and and yeah. and Kansas City has given the Patriots uh, trouble in the past. I remember a Monday Night Football game where they absolutely got waxed. And Last year, for the fourteen. Yeah, I think that was right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I was hoping uh, Cincinnati uh, was going to win that game. <laughs> I would have rather seen, I would have rather seen Cincinnati going to um, uh, to, to Foxborough. Yeah. Well, you know what? Cincinnati can't get out of their own way. And what can you say about Marvin Lewis? Zero and seven in postseason, and it's because of a fumble. And two stupid players that basically should have been cut. They shouldn't even have been on the plane. They should have been cut. Right. He has no control over his players. That's his problem. Well, I mean, he's been there 16 years. I mean, you you have to have some type of control. And if you don't have the control over your players, then why the hell does he still have a coaching job? I, I don't know. He, he, needs, he needs to go. You know, I, I, I said Tom Coughlin needed to go, and he was smart enough to... Uh, well, maybe he wasn't smart enough. Maybe they just told him that he should uh, he should leave. Well, did you and, see him walk past his boss? I mean, just his boss was ready to shake his hand. He just walks past his boss. Is like, okay, <laughs> he didn't really yeah. want to resign. He just resigned because he was forced out. But wouldn't right. it be something, Marv, if he ends up with the Philadelphia Eagles? I think that's where he's going to end up. I just think that would be classic, and he just takes them to the to the playoffs, and finally they get over the top and get to the Super Bowl. I just think it would be great. <laughs> I think that's where he's going to end up, but I don't think it'll be great if they do that because you know, see, see, I I hate certain things. <laughs> <laughs> I know why you hate the Giants. I know why. <laughs> no, no, I like the Giants. They're my second favorite team. Okay. Um, no, I hate the New York Yankees. Okay, uh, that's okay. Well, you're a Red Sox fan, so that's... Hit the Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, because you're a Celtics fan. That That's acceptable. I can understand that. I hate all I hate all Philadelphia teams. Now, well, it's easy to hate Philadelphia teams, especially the 76ers, but you got to feel sorry for their fans right now, don't you? Well... <laughs> what are I, they doing? I, I guess. 
I, I guess. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I, I mean, I what are they doing? Every year, it's the same old thing, Marv. They can't win a game. It's like, we're trying to lose games so we can get good players. Well, unfortunately, the player that you got a couple of years ago is hurt again. And that's that guy, he's a thug also, right? Uh, I don't think he's a thug. I just think he's uh, overrated. And he had health issues coming out of college, and they still drafted him for some reason. I don't know why, but... My dad says the same thing. My dad's like, you know, everybody's a thug right now. And I'm like, no, it's just a hip-hop lifestyle. Everybody wants to dance and show off and me, me, me. I don't think that's a thug. What's a thug is Pac-Man Jones. That's a thug. Uh, 55 on, on Saturday, that's a thug because he was trying to clearly. You know, they're, they're, they're not, we're not talking about a great team here right now, but we're talking about a team that that's unbelievable because of the fact that, you know, the, you know, the Boston Celtics are the only team, I think, in the NBA without a superstar. Yeah, they don't have they don't have one superstar. They're not a great team, but they're playing really well for for a team without even one superstar. Well, I mean, what do you expect? That's Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens does a good job of coaching. He did a good job of coaching in college. So, yeah, right. And he definitely, you guys probably need a superstar eventually. But the Orlando Magic are kind of in the same mold. Uh, we don't have a, they don't have a superstar. Uh, Oladipo, he's eh, okay. Yeah, really don't have any superstars on that team, but they're getting it done because they have a scrappy coach and Scotty Skiles, who was a scrappy uh-huh. player when he played. Right. So I mean, look at the Lakers, how bad they are. And they get two superstars, right? They get uh, they get the, the guy whose name I don't even want to mention. I don't even like him. What's his name? Uh, uh, Kobe something. Yeah, Kobe Bryant. Yeah, he's done. He he's done. He's he's past and his they prime. Get Kobe and they get and they get Ray Hibbert, right? Yeah, Roy Hibbert is is I don't know he. But that's the superstars, right? He's soft as Charmin. That's what now. No, Roy Hibbert is a superstar when he wants to be a superstar. He doesn't right. take over games until he wants to. He's he hasn't done that in years, so I wouldn't consider him a superstar. In fact, the Lakers are a complete mess. They're 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 completely terrible. If Kevin Durant or Westbrook goes there next year, they're crazy. They're nuts. So. You really think Kevin Durant might go there? I mean, that's what Stephen A. Smith was saying uh, a couple months ago, is that he thought that Kevin Durant would go there and then Russell Westbrook would follow eventually. I don't know why Durant would leave Oklahoma City, but I, I guess it's because it's a small uh, market, and those superstars want to go to big markets like L.A. and like New York, stuff like that. I think I think Durant would, uh, would be a better decision, even though I don't, I'm not a fan of this team. I don't hate them, but I'm not a fan of this. I think that Durant will be much better off with the Knicks. I mean, I mean, but can you can you really play with a guy like uh, Carmelo Anthony? I mean, what do we know about Carmelo Anthony? He's he's he never can win anything. He can't play defense. You're going to play around a player like that? That's selfish. I mean, that that I don't know about that. I would if I were if I were hedging my bets here, I would say he was going to go to Washington, something like that, because his. Isn't Westbrook a little bit on the selfish side too? Yeah, Westbrook is, but I'm saying if you're if you're talking about Durant, I mean they're both selfish. I don't I don't see how that works out because Carmelo Anthony wants the ball at all times. He's a ball hog. 
He doesn't yeah. want to distribute the ball. He doesn't want to make players around him better. He wants to have the ball. So to put Durant out there, unless Carmelo Anthony touched the ball less, that's the only way it would work out. Right. So. so predictions for this coming weekend. What do we got here for football? Um, um, well, you we got, got you got Kansas City versus New England on Saturday. Um, okay. Patriots will win that one, yeah. Yeah, they should win that one. And then you have um, uh, uh, Green Bay versus Arizona. Arizona at home. That Arizona should win that one, right? That one, yes. Okay, you have uh, on Sunday, I believe. Hawks. Yeah. And then you got, uh, yeah, Carolina and the Seahawks on Sunday afternoon. Carolina is favored in that game, but I think Seattle pulls the upset. And then you got the intriguing matchup here. It is the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Denver Broncos and the return of Peyton Manning in cold weather. Now, I don't know how he was going to play in cold weather, but that defense is pretty talented. And Mike, I think, go I think, ahead. I think Pittsburgh will beat them. I do, too. I, I, I'm telling you, I think Pittsburgh is a Super Bowl team. I think they are. I know you don't want to hear that, but... I think it's going to come down to New England and Pittsburgh, and I think somehow, some way, Pittsburgh is going to beat the New England Patriots. You know, because um, uh, Big Ben is a horse. Yeah, and, and and he's hurt right now, so I'm I'm wondering how how healthy he's going to be. But I think you look at their skill positions, Marv, and just correct me if I'm wrong. You watched it on Saturday night. They got some yeah. pretty good, talented linebackers in Shazier. And um, I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, I just lost my train of thought there. They they've drafted a, a pretty good set of linebackers, and that's a young defense up and coming. And I just think the the I don't know if the Patriots can match up with the Steelers that well. Maybe the first of the year, but now I think it's a different team. It should be interesting. Well, the Steelers got some crazy coaches though. They're there was much of a players. <laughs> well, you know, Joey Porter has always been like that. What, what was he doing out there? I don't know what he was doing. Out. I guess he was checking on his player, but I mean, come on. You got to know that the Steeler coach is going to try to get into a Bengals, you know, player's head and you've got to be better than that. And you're not. I mean, you, this is stupid. It's well, not like did that did that what last year with the with the, with the tripping uh, yeah, that was Tomlin. He did that against the uh, Ravens. Yeah, and 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 what uh, Muchkin, What's his name there? The other the other assistant coach that um that pulled the, that pulled one of the uh, Cincinnati guys here. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that was uh, Mike uh, Munchak. Munchak. Right. Yeah, former guard for the uh, Oilers and uh, Titans for so many years. Remember that guy? All right. <laughs> well, you know. They they got a they got a coaching staff, you know. Yeah, well they they've got a coaching staff full of uh, former players that are not going to put up with it. You watch that replay, even though the guy pulls his hair, he's basically trying to help Reggie Nelson, um, you know, you know, kind of soften his blow from you know not hitting him, and basically Nelson just kind of you know shoves him off, and and then his hair is grabbed. But I mean, I don't know, man. It's just. That whole situation between both of those teams, I thought Baltimore and the Steelers hated each other. The Bengals and the Steelers really hate each other. Yeah, well, they're cross river, they're cross river rivals. There, they, you know. Yeah. You know, they're, you know, it's like that's uh, like the Patriots and the Jets. It is like the Patriots and Jets. And what did you think about that last game where the Jets have everything to win? They have 
uh, playoff opportunity on the line. Ryan Fitzpatrick, former Bill, throws three interceptions in the fourth quarter versus Rex Ryan. I mean, Rex Ryan was just, he had to be so happy about that. And now he's going to have his brother with him coaching. Oh, is he going to? Is he? Is he getting his brother? Yeah, Rob Ryan is joining him in uh, Buffalo. Oh, that's going to be a really crazy team. Yeah, and you know, you know the situation down here. You know that the Bucks fired Lovey Smith after an eight and twenty-four uh, mark. Set up Lovey. Uh, I hate to see Lovey go. I like Lovey. Yeah. Why did you like Lovey for? I just thought he was a. He was a. You know, he was a good. Uh, he was a good example as far as a coach goes. You know. He's a nice guy, but as far as coaching goes, this is one of the most undisciplined teams in the NFL, by far. I mean, some of the stupidest mistakes, you want to talk about uh, stupid mistakes and missed opportunities. The Bucs this year could have had more than six wins, easily. But they just shoot themselves in the foot, and I think that falls on coaching. Yeah, well, there's a lot of bad coaching uh, going on in the NFL anyway. Here's uh, Johnny Hartman on I See Your Face Before Me. In a world of glitter and glow In a world of tinsel and show The unreal from the real thing Is hard to discovered somebody could be truly worthy and true yes I found my ideal thing when Where you are, 
Cause I can see how fair you are I close my eyes And there you are Always If you could see No, I said the Steelers, I think, could beat them in the AFC Championship game. Yeah, all right. I was, I was just wondering if I, if I heard you right. <laughs> yeah. I right. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I wouldn't make that mistake now. Come on. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm more concerned about the Chiefs than I am concerned about the Steelers beating the Patriots. Huh. I think the Patriots can, can, beat, the, uh, can beat the Steelers. Uh, the Chiefs concern me. Oh, the Chiefs, to me, with Alex Smith, he's played well, but he is what he is. He's a, you know, he's a decent quarterback. Can that offense score with New England? I'm not sure. Can they defend New England? Absolutely. But for me, the Steelers can do both of those things. Oh, we'll see. Um, hopefully, my earlier predictions about the Patriots beating the Cardinals in the Super Bowl will come true. Uh, you can bring up my theme until next time. Marv Cutler here. Thanks for listening. Have a marvelous week. Uh, this is Joy. Have a good night. Ciao.